Welcome to the Free to Soar podcast. My mission is to inspire, empower, and equip heart-centered, mission-driven, kingdom-minded business owners to show up freely and fully as the brilliant, powerful change makers that you are so that you can lead the business and the life of your dreams. You'll enjoy vulnerable, authentic conversations with me and other heart-centered, mission-driven leaders that will spark your heart and ignite your passion to powerfully transform you, your business, and your life from the inside out. Your next level of impact and income is about unleashing the fullness of you, reprogramming your limiting beliefs and patterns, tapping into and trusting your inner wisdom and harnessing God's power within you so that you can unlock new possibilities in your business and your life. And this show brings it to you. Step with me into a God-powered reality wilder than your wildest dreams with freedom, impact, abundance, and enjoyment that you were created for. Let's go. Well, welcome to the Free to Store podcast. And we have today with us uh, Dr. Lucas Hilt. And I'm excited for you to meet him and hear all about him and the wisdom that he has to share with us in just a few minutes. But to introduce our session today, to introduce this episode, I want to just say um, that as leaders, it's so important that we pay attention and we pay close attention and we tend carefully to what's going on inside of our soul and our spirit and our bodies, our health, our leadership is, our health is so important to our leadership, to us running our businesses, to us leading our teams, to us fulfilling our purpose. And if we're not tending to our health and we're not tending carefully and paying close enough attention to it, then our leadership may do more harm than good. Every day there's real tension between um, our, what our souls, our spirit and our bodies need to be healthy and prosperous and joyful. And what our success driven culture encourages us to do and even requires us to do. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I want you to think about how is your soul really? How is your spirit? How is your body? How is your health? Because you may not be hiding it as well as you think. And it's, we're going to, today we're going to learn to live and lead from a healthy soul, from a whole soul, a whole healthy spirit. So you can build healthy, prosperous businesses and enjoy fruitful lives because our business's most important focus is not growth, though that is important. It's actually health because when our business is healthy, it can grow. When it's not, it can't. And when we are healthy, prosperous business owners, we can grow our businesses and be healthy, prosperous leaders. And so that's what we're talking about today with Dr. Lucas Hilt and Lucas, we welcome you to the Free to Soar podcast. Well, thank you so much for for having me. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to dive into the, all the wisdom that you have to share with us today. And um, I'm going to introduce you before we do, and um, we're gonna, uh, and then we'll dive into into our discussion. So, um, just to let you guys know, um, Lucas grew up in Wheaton, Illinois, and in Peachtree City, Georgia. He um, has a passion uh, for. Um, health of individuals and chiropractic care. Um, he grew up having that passion and developing that. He attributes his mom for teaching him at a young age the importance of being regularly adjusted and the benefits that it has on the body's health. Lucas recognized the major role that being adjusted had on his preparation, recovery, and injury prevention, allowing him to become, become a state champion wrestler and accomplished football player at both high school and college levels. 
He ultimately graduated from Life University in Atlanta, Georgia, with his doctorate in chiropractic in 2007 and achieved his MS in sport health science in 2008. Quite the background there. Um, in 2007, Lucas became the first clinician of the Life University Sports Science Institute at Life University. And with a background in strength and conditioning, Lucas fuses chiropractic neurology sports science to develop unique treatment plans for those seeking to optimize their performance in life, work, and sport. His clinical analysis is based on the Global Neuromechanical Assessment, a revolutionary evidence-based analysis that is not based on pain. Instead, it's on the ability for the client to properly stabilize their brain-body connection and produce strength within their system. It's this approach which led him to develop an interest in working with rotation athletes, such as baseball players, golfers, and tennis players. Um, and Lucas's highest professional achievements are working with current athletes in the PGA, MLB, NFL, and the Olympics. He also has treated professionals such as the AVP, Pro Beach Volleyball Tour, National Qualified Strongmen Competitors, and U.S. Olympians. He now practices full-time in his practice in Peachtree City, Georgia, and is the team chiropractor for the Georgia Tech Golf team. He has a passion for making, taking neurocentric, um, uh, taking a neurocentric approach with his clients by integrating chiropractic, neurology, sports science, and functional nutrition to optimize health and performance. Lucas actively consults with some of the leading people in strength and conditioning as he is committed to bring his high level of care and commitment to all of his patients and his clients. So, Lucas, that is quite the resume and pretty impressive. Um, you've had so much experience in working with high performers. And that is, um, and I, actually, you're my chiropractor. So, um, I, and so much more than that. Um, you have helped me in so much in my own performance and my own health as a whole. And we can dive into that a little bit um, about, you know, what, what I've learned um, and how it's changed my life um, and my work. But I want to know from you, how do we, what, you know, when you're, when you're working, yes, you work with athletes, but when we are leaders of our uh, businesses, we're also high performers. And so it's so important that we have great holistic health. Um, and so how do we become healthiest as leaders and how do you help people do that? Well, I, I would, if, if I could piece it down to a single sentence, it would be st stop robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm. That Okay, what do you mean by that? That leaders, business owners, those high achievers, they're always go, 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 and never, very rarely, I shouldn't say never, take the time to recover, take the time to listen to their body, identify those markers, instead... Yeah. They just keep pushing on the uh, gas pedal while their body's trying to trying to to slam on the brakes. Mm, wow. Okay. So, how do we know when that's not working for us? You know, if we're we're obviously most of the time high performers are doers, they're high achievers, and so you know, if we've got if we're energized and we're driven or fueled, even fueled by our passion, how do we know when, at what point is that detrimental to us versus, you know, how do we balance that? How do we find balance in that? And 
those high achievers, high performers, they're just kind of a uh, built differently. So it's, it's always a difficult, difficult conversation to have with them. Like, well, maybe it's time to pull back. Maybe it's time that you actually took time to heal and, and recover. And unfortunately, the, um, most often the unfortunate wake up call comes from a health scare, whatever that unfortunate diagnosis is. Yeah. The canary in, in the coal mine, the high blood glucose, the cholesterol, the inflammatory markers, those always kind of get pushed off to the side like, oh, here's a pill. We can manage that. Well, the body's way smarter than we are, and those are warning signs. Those are canaries in the coal mine of going, hey, your body is in a stressed state. Mm. And if if you're in a stressed state, you're gonna your your biochemistry will show a stressed state. It will not show a vital, productive, joy filled life. Mm. Yeah, and so the, so you people who find you are usually coming to you with some health scare or some marker of stress or a marker of um, some dis-ease in their body, some problem. Um, and so what what are those typical ones? I know you listed some, but like give us some examples of like what you usually like what you could possibly see in someone. Like um well it's the most often, well, outside of the, like the first phase, you know, because so much of business is built off the, the, the referral system. And that's something definitely to tap into. But that first phase person usually has some sort of, of injury. I'm a chiropractor. So people think, oh, chiropractor, you can fix pain. But you start to, to dig a little bit deeper and a traditional health intake form, looking at organ system, you see, high, high scores of poor digestion, um, aches and pains, uh, uh, inflammatory uh, immune response like phlegmy, um, get all the seasonal allergies, and, and especially in, in the South or here in Georgia, come springtime, we get that beautiful pollen snow. Um, yeah. But then, then you start, and typically these as start to work with people for a while and you start to ask questions and go, well, yeah, I don't eat breakfast. What do you mean? Um, well, yeah, I, I have this, like this, this blood sugar thing. Oh, I got this, this high cholesterol thing. Oh, I got this thyroid thing. Oh, I got this low testosterone thing. It's like, Oh, well, let's take a step back and, and ask the question. Why do you have those things? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and those things don't always have to be tracked through high-level testing either. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of really more of an educational process, understanding what their goals are and putting the context of their goals within the framework of being healthy, not looking at it from, oh, you have low this, high that. It's like, no, your body's showing signs of, of not being healthy. Mm. So as we, 
you know, as we get older, midlife, um, we've had, you know, it, it, so what I'm hearing you say is, you know, I, I thought for a while that those were kind of just normal things that we experience and that, you know, it's, and I know I see this in my clients, high cholesterol, high, and I'm not saying that it's completely normal. I'm just saying it's common. Thyroid, adrenal uh, malfunction, um, adrenal fatigue, um, digestive issues, extra weight gain, um, you know, being more tired than normal, um, uh, hormone um, imbalances, things like that is kind of, it's really, really common. And so what I'm hearing you say is, and knowing you well, um, you believe the body wants to heal itself even mid-age. Um, and you believe that instead of um, just being okay with that and seeing from the filter of pathology, and let's talk about that in just a minute, seeing from the filter of a pathology that that stuff is just kind of normal. And so let's just treat it and manage it. What I know to be true about you is you really help people get back to whole health, like back to their optimal health, therefore their optimal performance through um, a, a, a comprehensive uh, process and tell us about that. Tell us how you work with people and how you see that. Yeah. So we all have to understand that someone who's in, in their forties, their fifties, they aren't 25 anymore. Right. And someone who's 75 is, is not 50 anymore. So there's been a lot of life, a lot of miles. So there are things that, that start to show up. So we have to be realistic with what the possibilities are. With that being said, you have icons to my mind's eye that that the Jack Jack Lelaine lived to be 90s and incredibly incredibly vital. So I see that as a possibility for all of us. Mm-hmm. Lived clean, ate clean, thought clean. Um I'm going to assume that he had some sort of spiritualism about him that he practiced. Um, so you have to consider consider what their purpose is. And so that's really the framework. The first question I'm going to ask, like, do you have a goal? Do you have a purpose? Do you have something that, that you're seeking for? So if you're working towards something, you have a purpose. Now I'm driven to move. I'm tr- driven to do something with my life. Um, vitals, vital signs mean something from a clinical intake perspective. Um, we've been talking about cholesterol and thyroid and testosterone briefly here and there, but why don't we ever consider what blood pressure means? Blood pressure means a lot. It's a lot of insight into the system. So most often people's first canary in the coal mine moment is, well, oh, you have high blood sugar. Well, what about the, 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 the blood, the, the blood pressure? Um, so vitals mean something, uh, asking 
using very, very simple questionnaires can really get, gauge an insight of if the person is in a stress response, in an environment of stress, and they're able to turn it off, or, or do they just stay there in stress? Or do you ever get into the health and recovery side of, of stress where you learn to turn the stress response off and mm. live with abundance and, and creativity and, and doing those things that leaders are actually quite good at? Yeah. Well, we're good at both. We're good at living. We're good at pushing through the stress response and we're good at wearing our bodies out, but we're also great at living abundant and, and fulfilled uh, uh, you know, um, high achieving lives. And so let me ask you this. How do you help people push through the stress response? And or how did you term it? You said um, move through the stress response and move into true recovery and true health. What does that look like? Yeah. So as with anything, really from this is more of a psychological talk, you know, psychology, like there's a hierarchy of needs for everything. Baseline fundamental needs. And if you're looking at health and recovery, what's someone's nutrition? What's someone's sleep? What's someone's stress state? All of those are the foundational components that need to be discussed if you're looking at recovery. Next, training style. Are you always training? Are you always doing the, the hit? Uh, classes are, are are you always doing the, the 40 minute just go 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 versus m- more structural balance more strength training more telling your body to to grow muscle instead of breaking down mm-hmm. after that is where you get into the therapeutics um the big one now which i think is the the biggest bang bang for the buck would be um, cold plunges and, and, and saunas. But then you have the e-stim units and, and the body work. And yes, all that's great. But if you don't have those fundamental things down first, it's, it's really not going to be as sticky. The benefits aren't going to be sticky. And then at the very top of that recovery peri- um, pyramid, the final thing they should be looking at is, is, is supplements. And I think the more supplements someone's on, the less they're taking care of that, that fundamental nutrition, sleep, stress management, and just trying to use supplements from a, like a, a medical model perspective. Like, oh, there's a supplement for, for this. Well, instead, where supplement should be an add-on to help promote you, to help to help uh, enhance you. So, really, mm-hmm. that's the hi- hierarchy of needs for um, recovery. That's amazing. And now, a couple of questions about that to dive into that. You said, uh, looking at how are you training? Are you really building muscle versus are you breaking down? Explain what you mean about that. Uh, well, coming from an exercise uh, sports science background, there's so many training needs. And, um, you know, and unfortunately, we get so wrapped up in, in what the current um, ad on Instagram or the, the, um, the tabloid cover at a checkout line says of, but training 
putting your body in a hypertrophy state, telling the body, hey, it's time to stimulate growth of the, the, the muscles. That's completely different than someone who's looking to go, oh, I want to lose all the weight. I want to get so incredibly thin. I want to, um, not thin, like, but get very lean where you can see all the cuts and, and, and all the, the wonderful stuff for a, a, a photo shoot. Um, but it's more of a traditional strength training muscle building program versus those high intensity boot camp fat loss type things. It's growth versus we're trying to break something down. And mm. there is no fat loss workout. Yeah. From like you can look in in all the scientific texts, the articles, there's no such thing as a fat loss workout. And what do you mean by that for everybody? I know yeah, what you mean. Yeah. But- fat loss is an adaptation to the, the lifestyle. Body mm-hmm. composition, which is the better conversation to have, is an, is an adaptation to the lifestyle, to the training needs of, yes, you can go into a caloric deficit where you lose weight, you can really lean out, you can see all the muscles, six-pack abs, and so forth. But there's a weight training workout for strength. There's a weight training workout for for, for muscle growth, hypertrophy. There's a weight training workout for energy system development. There is no weight training workout for weight loss. It's an adaptation to the lifestyle. Mm. So I'm sensing that what you're saying is that you see this as a a big alert, a red flag in a lot of cases for high achieving people who are overtraining or training in ways that are actually breaking their system down instead of building their system up. And it's creating other health problems. And they think they're, they think they're doing good, right? Yes. Yes. They most certainly believe that they are, are doing good because well, it's the extra weight here, the extra weight there, the mm-hmm. two to three seasons of, of Christmas cookies. All of a sudden, I'm doing something uh, about this. And you can have a discussion of if we should be, be gaining a little bit of weight uh, throughout our, our life. There's evidence to say that that's healthful to a certain extent, to a small extent. But it's when people are living in this stress lifestyle and they have all the weight gain because their hormones are are out of balance that they're going, oh my goodness, I I blinked, I've gained 30 pounds and, and this doesn't work. That's not doing this. Like, well, if you've been burning the candle at this end, don't try to burn the candle at this end because we need to grow the candle so you have something to burn. Otherwise... Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you keep doing it, you're burning the candle at both ends, stress hormone, all the cortisol, all the thyroid, all the, the, the low T, all the cholesterol, all the blood sugar stuff. It's just going to go sideways. And yeah. now you're overweight. Your joints don't work. Everything stinks. You have a poor mood. You're always tired for a variety of, of, of reasons. And 
going, you're just trying to burn the candle even harder from your workouts when you need to be focusing on building the system and recovering the system and getting back to a state of, of health. Yes. Well, and that's where you say robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I'll use myself. It's okay if, if I think maybe it will help people even more if I, you know, share a little bit of my story. Um, and I'm happy to do that. And, um, you're free to share whatever, but, um, I was that high achiever. Um, I have, you know, all I've ever known is push harder and do more and work harder. And I had, I have learned over the last 10 years that least that beast that the beast mode is actually least mode in business i finally got that picture and now i teach other people i coach other people how to do the easeful enjoyable way to create their business but i wasn't getting it in my physical life i wasn't getting i as an athlete i only knew how to push harder and i had you know crossfit and i you know, trained hard and, um, had this, these high expectations of my, of what fitness should look like and what my body should look like. And, you know, um, I was, um, I thought I was healthy. I thought that was healthy for me. You know, I was what 17% body fat and, you know, doing CrossFit and training like crazy on top of, you know, a high load in, at work and, um, a, a, a really, um, you know, growth phase in my work. And then, uh, about two years ago develops or, um, had an accident and had a concussion and then had COVID four times. And then another concussion on top of that all over the last year. And God brought you into my life. And, um, I began to see you, um, and it forced me to have to look at everything differently, how to change everything differently. And here I thought that the concussion was my problem. But actually, my my concussion was a symptom of a bigger problem that you helped me shift. And so let's talk about that because I was absolutely robbing Peter to pay Paul. And I want to use my story and my experience to inspire others and to help others and encourage others that you don't have to continue to rob Peter to pay Paul. But I didn't know I was robbing Peter to pay Paul. I thought I was, I thought I was getting stronger and pushing, you know, that pushing harder was healthier for me. And I thought my workouts were my stress, my stress recovery. And so share what you saw and how you've seen that change over the last year and a half and, and how you see that happen in others' lives. Well, first, like there isn't anything wrong with those types of, of, of workouts. Sure. Right. And it's like, because, you know, someone could hear this and go, well, he spoke poorly about CrossFit. He spoke no, 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 no. That yeah. Fitness. I still do CrossFit. Yeah. That's not what we're. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, there, there's nothing wrong about it. It's it's when they're out of balance. Right. Okay. Let's. Um. There there isn't anything anything wrong with drinking unless it's out of balance. Right. So like, let's you know put all this stuff in context. And I think these high achievers, whether they they had it in sport in growing up or early off in, in their career, we're like, I just got a hustle, baby. Let's go. Like they're throwing their CDs out, out to everyone at the, the gas station. They're, they're knocking on all the doors. They're throwing their cards at, at everyone. So they just know that like, Oh, if I do this, it equals success. Mm-hmm. But if we're going to go back to a sports 
framework discussion, the, the analogy of it's the one who owns the fundamentals that wins most yes. often than not. Fundamentals are, can you do the basics well? Yeah. You've, you've developed a personality. You've developed your network. You've developed your, your referral system. Like, water those. Don't flood them. Water them. Yeah. Um, like, if the fundamentals always win or traditionally win, don't always, you don't always have to come up with a trick play. You don't always have to be like trying to scheme some sort of trick play or a new new offense or a new defense to try to get some sort of edge. Yeah. The fundamentals work. And so it's trying to break that. And that's where someone like you is so powerful of breaking those habits of always hustle. I've always got to go. I always go, 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 go. Well, you've been pushing the gas for the past 20, 30 years. Your body, which is way smarter than anyone else on this planet, our bodies are incredibly intelligent, goes, we're throwing on the brakes here. And you go, no, because I got to create, I got to go do, I got to go do all the things. I'm just going to push the gas even harder. Your body throws on the brakes even harder. And now we have an, an internal struggle. Yes. So it's reframing that those those internal conversations yeah if if the dashboard of your body is throwing up all the signs got low tire pressure check engine low oil traction control all the bells and whistles are just thrown at you it's like yes maybe i should do something different Yes, was what you know, I was the picture of health, but my body had these markers. Well, first of all, I was having injuries. I was my joints were hurting. I was, you know, my adrenals and my thyroid were not functioning well. I had a brain injury. Um, I mean, you know, I had to start paying attention to the markers and, you know, and what was happening is, yes, my body was robbing Peter to pay Paul. And um, like I said, I had learned to do that and I had learned to shift that and transform that in one area of life, but had not learned to do it in every area and didn't apply, didn't know how to apply it in the other areas and didn't even know what that looked like because I'd only known one way. Um, and so, um, so I, where did you, where, you know, like when you, when you see other people, other high achievers, um, you know, what are the, um, when you say it's about building, it's about the fundamentals and the fundamentals win, like, what does that look like from a health and recovery standpoint, building fundamentals? What, what are, what are those fundamentals? So fundamentals, the fundamental baseline is nutrition, sleep, stress management. Again, there's nothing wrong wrong with your workout. And in fact, in that recovery pyramid, training is that next step up. That's the next thing, the next thing that, that we look at. But if that training is just knocking you down, now granted, we get addicted to that. Oh, it feels good to work out. Right. I've seen all my friends. I've done all the community things. I've, I've chatted with so-and-so. It feels good. Yeah. 
and I like the way it looks. How do we know when we like the way we look, but we're not healthy and we're not doing ourselves, you know, where we are robbing Peter to pay Paul? And, 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 you know, how do we know what's causing the problem? Like, what's the core issue? What's really creating the distress and the disease? So what the core issue is, what we don't always know. And, and there are different studies that can look at that and you can go, or is it, was the core issue is I was pursuing this goal for so long but because I achieved it. I love that, that hit. Like it felt good to achieve it. So I'm going to do yeah. it again. Yeah. But if we're going to step back and go, what are some markers? What are some ideas that we can look at? To go, mm, I'm not recovering as well. I'm not ready to go. Something on that fundamental level, sleep, stress management, nutrition is off. There are five things. Fatigue, soreness, sleep quality, stress, and mood. Those are all signs that you don't need fancy testing. All you need is just body uh, awareness to go, hey, I'm not recovering very well. Mm-hmm. I can't really go today. If you're pursuing something, you have a goal, you have a deadline, sometimes you need to push through those things. You have to, to yeah. bear down and, and have at it. But if it's in every season, every day, every month, mm, eventually those warning signs will, will start to add up. Yeah. So that's what I mean by, by the fundamentals of nutrition, sleep, and, and stress management. Yeah. But when you say them, you mean them from a, you, you are, you approach them from a completely different place than most of society does. When we hear about nutrition, we are most of the time, we're trained in nutrition for weight loss or nutrition for um, what is good and bad foods or what is, yeah, like we're not eating most people. I know I was, I, I, well, I was, but I wasn't eating. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't as healthy as I thought it was. Um, I was eating for more, um, body composition, but I wasn't, but I wasn't getting what my body needed. Um, a lot of people under eat. A lot of people don't eat the right things. Like talk about that for just a minute. Um, how do we know? And how do you, how do you, what, what is healthy nutrition to you? Yeah. For, for, for me, it's let's look at something that's a little bit more balanced. I tend to eat a bit more meat than, than the traditional person, but I also understand that. I'm always going to try to make a healthier choice. One of you might be in a situation when you aren't in that place, but I'm always going to try to eat a healthier choice or make a healthier choice. But one, everyone's needs are different. Everyone's goals are different. There's nothing wrong with a body composition like, oh, I want to look a certain way. That's a wonderful, beautiful thing. But are you meeting the caloric 
needs to support what you do every single day in life. Yeah. And most of us, if you're always going, your your brain using so much of your 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 energy needs mm-hmm. and you don't have anything to recover. You aren't using those calories to, to build muscle, to recover muscles, to recover organs, to re, to recover skin, to to recover your, your, your brain if you're just always thinking. To produce hormones. Yeah, to produce hormones. Like this is all, your body needs all this energy called calories in order to do it. So everyone's needs are different and everyone's preferences, preferences are different. And so an N of one means something. What works for you may not work for someone else. But if you have a, a plan put in place and go, hey, let's, take an educated guess. Let's see what works for you. Let's see how it works from the the, the, the readiness factors I, I just gave you, the, those five things going, oh, are you sleeping better? Are you thinking better? Are you able to be creative? Like, okay, so that shows that it's working for you. Now your goal in six months may change. So we'll change the goal and we'll change what the the calorie needs and what the energy expenditure needs are the training yeah so everyone's different but you need to have a some sort of of educated guess and macros are macros for a reason proteins fats and carbohydrates i think if you're really pulling out one major macro you're asking for a world of trouble and that's what most people do they start pulling out carbohydrates Carbohydrates, if used properly, are, are are jet fuel to people. I think this is an this is evidence of a bigger problem with everything. We're always trying to find the magic bullet. We're always trying to find that magic formula, but we're not willing to, and we're trying to get ahead and we're following that next strategy in the formula, which I talk about in business a lot. People are trying to do that, but they're not being intuitive and holistic in their approach. And so like you were talking about trying to just do away with one thing and making that one thing bad or, you know, being extreme in one way, it really is about holistic balance, isn't it? It's about, it's about and tuning in to your body and looking at all the markers and looking what your body is at what your body is trying to tell you. Um, and we have to really know what we're doing and, and look at that from a, a holistic approach, uh, just like I teach in business, is that sounds like what you're saying in the same thing in health. Yes, or 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 the thing I'm trying to say, and that healing takes time. And if we're going to look at a holistic perspective of this, because we're so quick, like that, that we can take a a magic pill and our blood sugar improves. Yeah, right. Do it. Do it again, and it improves again. Where as as the the, the the leads are starting to change here in Georgia. Well, it's taken nine months for that phenomenon that we all love and we all appreciate and that we all go out there and enjoy and go, oh, that's beautiful, dude. That's amazing. It's taken nine months for that to happen. And that's that holistic feeling. It's not going to happen like that. And we all wish it could. We grew up with, with Blockbuster. You go on Blockbuster, they don't have the movie on Friday nights. Like, well, nuts. I, I got to wait till uh, next Friday night. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> where now you pop it on Netflix and go, hey, there it is. I don't have to wait. Right. And it's that holistic approach to me, it's educating you. Mm. And you have the, the knowledge, the ammo, the wisdom. Like, hey, this worked. Now, granted, you hire a coach, you hire someone who knows about this, and you tweak at the, the, the right time. You make the, the appropriate changes. You, you change up training. Hey, if your nutrition's on point, your stress management's on point, your sleep's on point, let's tweak training. How do we tweak that? But that holistic approach takes time. Because we have to look at everything has a season. Everything has, has a cycle. And we have to honor that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about, we've talked about nutrition a little bit. Let's talk about how you tweak training when you realize, when you take that holistic point of view, what are some of the things that, well, like, I mean, how had you used me as an example again? Like, how did you tweak my nutrition? How did you tweak my training? And then we're going to, and then I want to dive into how do you tweak somebody's stress response? How do you lower their stress in a day when they've got responsibilities and things that they have to get done? Like, and so let's start with what you, you, you know, go back to your nutrition and see, you know, give some examples of things that you've tweaked in my nutrition. And then let's talk about how you tweak my training. Yeah. Well, first things that we and, did. And why? And why? First things we, we did is we added more protein. Um, yeah. protein wasn't that big of an issue with you, but like you still needed more. Yeah. Um, because you're active, you're, you're looking to build, you're, you're putting your, your system under that stimulus. Like, Hey, let's grow. Let's do wonderful, strong things. You need protein. You need all those amino acids. But I was, I was anabolic. I was growing in every area of my life but I wasn't fueling myself to grow. I was fueling the catabolic process, the breaking down process, yeah. right? Yes, yes. You were, you were telling the... And I think a lot of people are. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, a lot of people are. Um, so yeah, first things first, let's add, let's add more protein. You need the protein. You need all the, those amino acids to develop organs to rebuild tissue to rebuild joints rebuild the, the your dna those amino acids are important fats well to rebuild your immune system i my body wasn't able to heal yeah. because i wasn't i didn't have i was breaking down i wasn't yeah. healing um fats your just from a structural perspective your your brain is primarily fat so let's give Easy, easy to use macronutrients to build the brain. Two, your outer, the insulation to your cell is fat. So if you want the cell to work properly, to do all the functions that a cell is supposed to do, which we still don't completely understand, mm -hmm. let's give it the right types of fat to insulate that cell so that cell works properly. Carbs. Carbs are timing. Let's let's piece those more around your training, more on high stress days. How how are, how are you managing that carb intake? Because females, women typically, they'll overeat on carbs. 
binge on carbs. They want the entire bag of chips or entire carton of, of, of ice cream. Okay, let's just put yep. those. Let's just put those at the the, the appropriate time. So that th- those were the biggest things. Mm-hmm. We just increased protein. We increased fat. We looked more at carbohydrate timing. Yeah. How about the tweak? The tweaking of the training. I mean, you can talk about me as an example, but you can also talk about other other clients that you've seen or other examples that you that are common. Um, but um, definitely, you know, use me as an example, but how do you tweak the training when, you know, what are some of the things that you are seeing? Again, that probably that catabolic process, that, that process again, breaking down, overtraining, under recovering, um, not listening to our bodies, yeah. pain, not managing pain. Yeah. Um, what are, what does that look like when you tweak people's training? So this is a conversation that my strength training friends and I have, and it can be pretty polarizing, which is a good thing. Let's have a great conversation about it. What we did for you primarily was add more aerobic conditioning. Aerobic conditioning from a brain-based perspective, if your brain needs oxygen to, to run, let's give it more oxygen through low steady state aerobic training versus that high intensity building up the, the, the lactic acid um, where th- your body stays in that sympathetic stress response. So, so what we did with your training was we introduced more of the low, slow, s- steady state cardio, which promotes parasympathetic which promotes a parasympathetic, parasympathetic environment for the, the body. It, develop, it helps get you out of the stress response and more into that, oh, health, recovery, abundance perspective versus, hey, you're a high achiever. I got to push the weight. I got to go hard. I got to make it burn. Where it's like, let's pull back. Let's get you where you can start to build. The, the body can withstand the, the, the volume, the, the loading. And it doesn't always have to be go, 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 go. And first versus low, steady state, parasympathetic uh, stimulating of let's build, let's recover. Mm. Yeah. What are some other things that you see with people needing to tweak their training? One, um, first things first is postural. Um, a lot of people, you need to train a lot of hamstring, a lot of um, back, a lot of um, shoulder blades, things that pull the shoulder blades back because we sit so much like like this uh, all day. One other thing that um, my strength, co- myself and my strength coach friend really look at with our clients is um, – Developing a training system around around your brain uh, biochemistry, the, the neurotransmitters, and some people you need to tweak them a little a little bit more often so they stay engaged, so they're able to enjoy going to enjoy going to the gym, and that so they stay fresh, so they don't go back to those five biomarkers, and one of them being moves like this workout sucks today. I'm bored. I don't want to do it. 
Well, those people need to be. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's identifying, identifying, identifying what their training needs are from whether it's a structural, whether it's an energy system approach and properly building. So it's staying fresh and the body's adapting, the person's enjoying it and everyone's happy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That sounds good. Well, let's talk about, let's dive into the stress response and, you know, okay. Yeah. And I fought you. Oh my gosh. I fought you so hard on some of these for a long time. It, it, it just challenged everything I'd ever, you know, thought to be true. I, I thought, well, if I can push myself and I can keep doing what I'm doing and I've got to do this, I've got, you know, like it's, how is it harmful? Like I didn't understand actually how it was really you know, I love what I do. I'm, you know, like, how do we know when it's, you know, when it's harmful versus when it's energizing us and it's, um, you know, how do we know when it's too, when we've got too much stress? So, I, and then what do we do? Yeah. So one, I'm going to go back to those, those five, those five markers. Markers. Fatigue soreness, sleep quality, stress, and, and mood. Then there are other yeah. breathing type assessments where you can go, how well do you use uh, carbon dioxide in the system? There's, mm. there's evidence to show that your ability to, to use carbon dioxide in your body relates very well to what your... Um, to what the state of the nervous system is, how healthy the, the nervous system is. So if you're able to really have an extended exhale and you're blowing off all that CO2 shows, wow, you have a really abundant, adaptable system. If you try to exhale and it's like eight seconds, you're going, ooh, there's not much reserve there. That person is very stressed. Yeah. So those are those markers that you can do of, or if if you Wear a watch. I, I have my polar watch. If that heart rate starts to go up, well, that's a sign that the system isn't adapting very well. Um, yeah. people, the, the, so those are, there are those markers and other high tech things like HRV. Um, you could look at your, your, your morning uh, temperature. These are all signs mm. that, oh, I'm not responding well. Maybe I need to change things up. Maybe. I need to de-stress. Is it time for a holiday, a vacation? Do I need to change up my training this week? Do I need to take a day off? Or one thing that I, I teach my clients is something called a uh, heart coherence or the quick coherence technique mm -hmm. from, from heart math of learning mm -hmm. to calm the system down, taking a heart-centric um view on breathing and it shows that doing that on a, a regular basis actually improves your biochemistry improves your hormone pro profiles so i'm not going to say that that's going to fix all the things but it's going to help put you in a state of health recovery so you could be in a stressful state do a quick breathing technique and go wow I feel good. I, I feel energized. I feel like I, I have a little bit of a bump, but we still need to look at the 
bigger picture things of what's nutrition look like, what's sleep. And then are we looking at training from something that, that is to be celebrated, a celebration of, of what the body can do versus breaking the, the body down? Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's, you know, it just keeps coming back to, it's the whole, um, you know, I, I, there was a meme not too long ago that I posted on social media and it said um, something about, I can't even remember it. I'm not doing it justice, but the, it was like years ago, we were set into fight or flight by, um, you know, literally having to go out and hunt for our food or, you know, years, hundreds of years ago. Now we read our email or we open up our bank account and we go and fight or flight. And so I guess what you're seeing, you know, I, I guess this stems out of the question really like, why is it so hard? Why are so many people so stressed? And why is it more complex than ever to recover and to be healthy? And why are you hearing about all of these, you know, like, why are we more aware of how stress is killing us at this point? And it really comes down to we live in a state of striving, surviving, and struggle on a daily basis. And I talk about this from a mental health, spiritual, um, you know, holistic health kind of perspective in teaching and coaching business owners and leaders um, and how important it is not to live in the, that we're not created to live. That's not our inheritance to live in the stress, the struggle, the stress and the survival. Uh, but that's where most of us live. And so that's what I'm hearing you say is that, you know, that this really all comes down to learning how to take back our nervous system and train and reprogram our nervous system to live in coherence and abundance and growth and health and all of the things that allow us to be our best the way that we were created versus in this versus this stress response catabolic breakdown pay Peter to pay or Rob Peter to pay Paul unhealthy way of living surviving yes yes and and I think I mean, to kind of do a, a answer part two to the question they had is like yeah that stress management side I to me a lot of it is yeah how do you do you manage your time and if we're going to, again, go back to the, the analogy of sport, you periodize. We have a preseason. You have a season. You have a, if, if you're fortunate enough, if you've, if you've earned the spot, you have a postseason. And then you get to do it all over again. Yeah. But the intensity changes at yeah. different parts uh, throughout the season. And yeah. are yes. we periodizing our business growth? Are we, are we programming our own personal performance goals like our body like i want to go be pickleball ch champion i want to go and do this phenomenally whatever this thing is we all have our own wants and yeah. needs of are you do you have a stepwise plan where you aren't building it all today and you aren't gonna yeah. you aren't gonna to win the super bowl today but you got to build up uh to that and I, I think yes. that's part, that's a big deal with the stress management too of 
no pun intended, but keeping up with the Joneses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I talk about that a lot in my book. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things that, you know, sent me into full scale breakdown and burnout and, um, and how to, you know, how I had to learn to live, um, a, to, to lead a different way and now live a different way. And thanks to you, you've helped me learn how to do that from a health perspective, from a, a full, you know, holistic picture of recovery perspective. Um, so that, and, and so again, it's about learning how to, we can't, what I'm hearing you say is we can't optimally perform without being in optimal health. Like we, or we're robbing Peter to pay Paul and it's not sustainable. Yeah. You may, you may have one. There's a breakdown coming. Yes. You may, you may able to have one fluke performance. Like, dude, it's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. But that repeated yeah. effort, the ability to sustain that, and yeah. have that upward uh, trajectory of of development. Yeah. Aren't healthy? Yeah. No. No. Yeah. There's no chance. Yeah. Wow. And then um and then the fallout of that is health, happiness, relationships, um, all the things. Yeah. I mean, it's just a there it's, you know there's huge fallout. There's a cost. Yes. There's a cost to all of it. Yes. And that is not the way that we were created to live. So, and I know we've got to, we've got to close here. I'd love to have another conversation and let's talk, let's dive in a little bit deeper. And so maybe we can do episode, um, uh, you know, second, second episode in this and really dive in deeper and, um, go to some other areas. But for closing out today, what do you wish that you could, like if there was, you know, like one or two key things that you really want the high achievers, the high performers to know that would change everything for them. What do you want them to hear more than anything? First things would be, do you have a commitment to those closest to you? And I'm not just talking about like, mm. like you're financially um, providing for them. But like, do you actually sit down and spend time with them? Whether it's a walk, mm-hmm. whether it's a meal, whether it's it's family time, whatever that is, do you stop to recognize those who are most important to you? Mm-hmm. Celebrate them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, two would be sleep. Like sleep yeah. is, is where all the magic happens. And... Mm-hmm. Just if you could make sleep a, a priority and do and identify ways to make that as optimal as possible, sleep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What you're alluding to right now is getting into the lifestyle habits of really how do how do we live that life? How do we live the life of abundance and joy? Yeah. And um, in every aspect. And so we kind of talked about in the, you know, in this episode, we kind of talked about the, um, the fallout of not doing it, but let's maybe come back and talk about the, the, uh, the advantages of doing it. And what could that look like? What does living a life look like that look like? And, you know, you live that life. I live that life. Um, 
you know, God brought you into my life and helped me change uh, my life in some ways. And um, it's been amazing the changes that I've seen and the fruit is sweet from that. It's a beautiful, beautiful, uh, fruitful existence. Um, I already was experiencing that in my business and now in my life on so many levels um, and in my health. And I just want that for others too. And um, we do not have to continue to just struggle and strain and stress and strive and because it is not sustainable and it is not our inheritance. It's not our portion. Um, and so we're being robbed if that's where we're choosing to live. And thank goodness for people like you who are helping people um, come back to health because I guess it's never too late, huh? No, I mean, not. yeah. And, um, and so how do people learn more about you? How do they find you? How do they, um, you know, and, and what would it look like if someone was interested in finding out more about working with you or just getting your opinion on their situation because they're experiencing some of these things that I have or other things that we've discussed today? Well, um, yeah. So thank you. And just, and thank you for allowing me to be part of your, uh, journey. And yeah. I'm, and yay, success. Let, right. Let, yeah. Let's uh, celebrate the uh, wins. Yes. Yeah, that's another thing that you really helped me do is not miss any of the wins, not miss. Like, let's don't even overlook that high achievers, the other thing high achievers do. And that we'll talk more about this next time. The lifestyle. What does it look like to actually live this way? What are the practices? What are you know, what is it? What is it? What is it? What's the the um, the reality of that? And, um, and so, yeah, so celebrating the little wins, all the wins. Yes, all the wins. Um, yeah. So I'm not active on social, but um, my Instagram is, um, I think it's my name. It's it's Lucas Hilt, DCMS. I, I am on Instagram, not active. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so there's that. But um, my website, yeah, if you just want to get a complimentary complimentary uh console we can chat we can we can see what your goals are see if we're a good fit it's um spark s-p-a-r-c p-t-c dot com so uh peachtree city p-t-c spark p-t-c dot com mm, love that so all about the recovery and the health anything any final words to um to close us out before we and we'll we'll be back next We'll be back in, in the next episode to talk more. So, but anything for final words, um, be, yeah, to, to go celebrate a win tonight. Yes. Yeah. What's tonight? I don't know, but identify a win and, 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 and celebrate. So, yeah. Ah, pick one. There you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Be intentional. Be intentionally focused about what the win is. What's the win going to be tonight that you're going to celebrate? There you go. Sounds good. And let that because those wins are fuel for us, aren't they? Yeah. So let us, let us, let it, let it fuel your tank. Uh, we need all the feeling that we can get rather than the draining. So thanks, Lucas. We will be back next time, you guys. And, um, thanks for joining us today. And I hope that you share this with someone that you, that means a lot to you that you feel like it could help. And, um, and again, um, healthy leaders create healthy businesses and um, and prosperous businesses. So um, it's time to take care of your health if you're not at this point um, and, um, and be your optimal self. So, all right, guys, I'll see you next time on the next episode of the Free to Soar podcast. Thanks for joining me today on the Free to Soar podcast, where we empower and equip you to lead the, the business and the life of your dreams with freedom, impact, enjoyment, and abundance. 
I look forward to our next episode together and I invite you to subscribe to be notified of new episodes as they are released. Please share this or your favorite episode with a friend or a loved one. And I'd love it if you'd leave a review on iTunes and Spotify.